Philip Malloy is here. He's saddled sore uh, because he's he's bought uh, a new uh, saddle for Trigger. And uh, welcome to the programme, Philip. To get that I don't know. <laughs> I'm just thank uh, you, George. Just, thank I'm you. just killing. Now next week I'll be talking to you from Chicago. I can't wait. Movie set in Chicago. Movie set. Scarface. Was it sent Chicago? You sure? The original Scarface. The original Scarface. The original right? the Scarface. Paul Muni one. Paul Muni. Yeah. I can't hear you because you're not talking into the microphone. I see. Okay. The original Scarface, the Paul Muni one. Right. Yeah. Interesting guy, I'll, Paul Muni. Right? Yeah. Born in the Ukraine, Jewish, came to America and became, I mean, most people won't even have seen him because such, like his career is, is, uh, but Quite he went a long out, time ago. He went out of fashion. Yeah, he went out of fashion. He Did was he? A, yeah, he was very much an actorly actor. You could actually, he loved playing with funny noses and all that kind of stuff. Oh, really? And um, so, and he was very, uh, he was, you know, he was a theatrical sort of actor. Oh, right. So uh, for a while he was in, he made a series of biopics at uh, Warner Brothers. Uh, he was, he was popular. Like Louis Pasteur, and Pasteur like those kind of things. Uh, made, uh, but then he faded. I suppose in the, in the fifties he faded. And what was that movie where he comes out of the shadows at the very end, and the person says, "How will you survive?" or something, and he yeah. says, "I will steal." Isn't it? Isn't that the That's way it Scarface. ends? That's Scarface. That's Scarface. No, it isn't. Sure? Uh, a chain gang. Oh yeah, yeah. I was a fugitive from the chain gang. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The Blues Brothers in Chicago. Blues Brothers in Chicago, okay. okay. Chicago, Chicago. Chicago, Chicago. Uh, Robin and the Seven Hoods in Chicago. <laughs> yeah. Robin, Robin and the Seven Hoods. Now, that was a great movie. Listen to me. You're coming in, in here today. I knew you were coming in. I prepared <laughs> I prepared assiduously okay. because you have news of Clint Eastwood. Yes. Well, the, the thing is, first of all, he's 85 at the end of May. 85, George, and I mean, strictly speaking, he should be retired. He's retired from acting, but he's still producing and directing. He's directing nonstop, and he's had one of the biggest hits of his career with American Sniper, which took $535 million at the worldwide box office and was the uh, the highest grossing movie in uh, North America uh, last year. So it's been enormous, enormously successful. He can do basically anything he wants uh, now, and what he's do doing is is what it looks like what he's doing is is a film about a security guard at the uh, Atlanta Olympics in 1996 a man called Richard Jewell and Richard Jewell um, he, he 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 discovered um, this backpack um, of pipe bombs and uh, basically he saved hundreds and hundreds of lives uh, by finding this this backpack but th the problem was um, the uh, the investigation into the pack got nowhere and they started to focus on him and the media especially newspapers and television uh, began to accuse him and try him in public so it's that it's that story is, is based on an article that called the ballad of Richard Jewell that appeared in uh, Vanity Fair magazine uh, so it's movie um, that uh, they've completed a script by a guy called Billy Ray um, uh, Eastwood is going to direct it uh, Jonah Hill will play um, the he, he, if you actually saw pictures of the two of them, very they're very alike. Richard Jewell is an overweight um, ex-cop, and uh, so he he's uh, um, Jonah Hill is going to play him, and uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, who played with Jonah Hill in The Wolf of Wall Street, uh, will play a lawyer who helped him to get over his troubles. All right, now Clint Eastwood. 
Okay. I went. You've been preparing. All right. I went to see American Sniper Hmm. in Boston. Yes. Where I was the weekend for a funeral, which is quite sad. But I I went to a movie. I thought American Sniper was appalling. I I couldn't disagree with you more. I know you would have, but I thought it was appalling. And I think that anybody that knows cinema, George, anyone who can read cinema would (laughs) tell you otherwise. (laughs) Well, the two other people with me can't read cinema because we were all in agreement that it was a terrible movie. Uh, Interestingly, then, in the... What was terrible about it? I thought it was boring. I thought the the uh, character just... development was uh, average in relation to your man. I thought, like, I know why it did 500 million in America, because aren't they with guns and well, the stars and stripes and patriotism? We discussed we, we, we discussed that before, and I said to you at the time that I was afraid of that. But I do think as well that um, it got some great reviews, some of the best reviews of his career. Um, uh, it got, and if you if you went through it, it it is so it's, it's so subtle, so incredibly well constructed. It's a fine right, fine anyway, movie. Right. It's as good as anything else he's done. Well, interestingly, yeah. last night I watched Gran Torino. Yeah. Now I'd seen it before, obviously. Mm. I thought it was great. It's a much more traditional movie, George. A much more straightforward yes. sort of movie than uh, American Sniper. Yes, true. And of course, I'm a much more more traditional kind of guy. Could I just say to you about a couple of things? Remember at one stage where um, he's with his wife and she she said to him, your hand is changing. Yeah. Remember that? Yes. Okay, he's a sniper. He's a sniper overseas. He actually, his hand is what he uses. He's connected to the gun through his hand. Yes. So she's actually telling him. She's in that in that kind of subtextual way. She's telling him the effect that being a sniper yes. is having on yes. him, well, and, also, and that's all true. It uh, well, also of course, the fact is, uh, blood pressure was one hundred and seventy over one hundred and ten, <laughs> indicated it was having some effect on. Yeah. Anyway, Gran Torino, I enjoyed. Hmm. Here's one fear: I saw. The Imitation. Did game. you see this in, in Boston as well? No, I saw the Imitation Game yeah. on the plane. Okay, yeah. I really liked it. Well, I, as I've said to you before, it would be your kind of thing. But the, what I thought was really interesting was they seemed to have half the cast of Downton Abbey in it. Mm, mm. <laughs> Which was, I, I like your man, the former chauffeur, Alan Leach, Beach, yeah. and then the guy who also is in uh, The Good Wife. Good looking That's guy, right. tall. Right. Yeah. Uh, Matthew Good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I really enjoyed uh that on the I, I, and again, um, I thought it might have done better at the Oscars, especially the performances. I thought um, Cumberbatch, and we've mentioned Cumberbatch so many times, I'm blue in the face. But he, he, he's. I think he's a superb actor, and he's and he's getting better with each passing year. Um, I thought he would have done better at the Oscars, but uh, it didn't. And uh, but hopefully his time will come. Now I got a, a, ma- a mail, snail mail today. In the envelope was the DVD of the pilot and first series of Endeavour. Mm. And I haven't got the letter with. How him, did you so get that? He posted it to me, a listener. I'll have to oh, give him credit good. next yeah, week. Yeah. Uh, but I'm really well, grateful. Just to, just to explain to people that Endeavour is the prequel to Inspector Morse. And, and as we said last yes. week, there was a spin-off as well called Lewis, which was hugely successful. And they're making the third series of the prequel now, Endeavour. Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, some like it hot for set in Chicago? 
It this. was. No, it was. Well, it started in Chicago. Yeah, obviously, Larry Kilkenny, The Sting. The Sting. I wasn't At sure the, about uh, that. Yeah, early 30s was it. I don't think that was set in Chicago. Yeah, Maybe The Untouchables and The Fugitive. The so Untouchables certainly was. And right, yeah, The um, the, the Fugitive was, yeah. And actually, The Fugitive made great, great use of Chicago locations. Yeah. You actually, he because he was moving around the with city. With the L and he, all that. He was, yeah, with the L and all that. And he was in Cook County, wasn't it? That's yeah. what they call it. Now, uh, are you getting excited, Philip uh, Colley says, about season five of Game of Thrones. Oh, I'm very excited. Who's that? Who's that? Collie. 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 I'm really seriously excited. It starts next week. It'll run, obviously, for 10 episodes, and I can't, can't wait. Well, They've uh, got to the stage now, by the way, as you probably know, where the TV series is going ahead of the books. But uh, George R. R. Martin um, has two other stories, two other books oh to come. Right. Because I have to tell you, last night. And by the I, way, we should we should say, George, before we forget it, that um, Mad Men is back tomorrow night. Oh, yeah. Madman's back tomorrow night. By the way, I have to tell you, last night I had my Game of Thrones Easter egg. Sky Atlantic <laughs> sent me an Easter egg oh. about for Game of Thrones. You tell me you're a convert. <laughs> Are you a convert to Game of Thrones? No, just the Easter egg. Oh, just the Easter egg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, oh, here we're now. Uh, Tom watched American Sniper with his 13 and 14 year old niece and nephew. They all thought it was great, and the kids got the anti-war message. I rest my case. <laughs> Who is that man? Who is that man? Who is that man? We'll, yeah. we'll send him an Easter egg. Who yeah, Tim Nelligan thinks agrees. First class, Tim. First Tim Nelligan thinks it was a crap movie. Um, now I, I'm really interested because you bought a book, not mm. because you bought a book, but you should buy lots of books. <laughs> but the book you bought. Well, the book I bought is Hope. It's actually down. I've just I've just been down in Eastlands and it's down there now. And uh, it's uh, Hope, a biography of Bob Hope, written by written by a guy called Richard Zoglin, and it's published by Simon and Schuster. And um, it's it's about I think it's about four hundred and sixty pages and I it's the kind of movie book I I'm not a, a huge fan of Bob Hope's but it's the kind of movie book that I love in that you get loads of great background in it you know for instance Hollywood after Pearl Harbor great sort of stuff you know and as well uh, Hollywood in the sixties during that period in the mid sixty five sixty six sixty seven when there was all when the Hollywood production code was had collapsed and there was all this change but as well the kind of pre war period he went. Uh, Bob Hope went, he had been on vaudeville, he had been on the Broadway stage and at the age of 34 in 1937 he went to Hollywood and he made his first uh, feature film. He had made some shorts up to then but and he, by the way he had he had been tested, screen tested before and they had turned him down. But anyway he, he went to Paramount uh, for uh, what was it called? It was I think it was the, the big broadcast of 1938 and his song Thanks for the Memories that's where it comes from. That was his that, that, that became, became his theme song. That, yeah. that became his theme song and became um, a hit. Now, just a couple of other things. The the, the relationship with Bing Crosby. I was going to ask you: okay. Was that in the book? No, it, absolutely, in, in in extensively in the book. Oh, great! I I'd love say. that. Now, one of the things, yeah, uh, there's a lot in this that I imagine you'd love. Um, uh, he, uh, he uh, Bing Crosby had 
um, um, a, a dominant stake in this uh, uh, race track called Del Mar, which is in San Diego. And uh, he had a benefit one night and uh, he noticed that Hope was in the audience. So he invited Hope up on, on, on stage and they started to horse around and basically do the stuff that we're used to in the road movies. And uh, the head of production at Paramount Pictures was in the audience. So he, he decided that uh, he'd have to bring the two of them together. And at that stage, uh, Paramount was developing um, a pro project for Fred McMurray and Jack Oakey. Remember Jack Oakey? Yeah. Okay, he was developing project for two. They decided to abandon the two lads and give it over to Hope and Crosby. And that became uh, The Road to Singapore, which is the first of the seven road pictures. But there's loads of other great stuff in it, I have to say. All right. Now, just before. By the way, he was over. famously mean, you know that. And he was very, very, very famously wealthy. He was considered to be a Fortune magazine, um, uh, rated him the, the, uh, the wealthiest man in Hollywood at one stage. One of the things he did, well, two things he did was he bought, an, he bought into oil and he bought an awful lot of property and he was supposed to own more California, more of the state of California than anyone at one stage. <laughs> All right. So. OK. All right. He also was a woman chaser. Oh, stop. Big time, George. Right. Big time. Is, and they were amazed that he was never caught. Yeah. Never, that is Madam Secretary anywhere on TV over no, here? No, it, it's about to start he uh, saw it on, on, a plane. on Sky Sky Living, I think it is, before the end of the month. What's it about, do you know? It's, it's, um, it's uh, the actress Tia Leone. As a, remember David Duchovny, who was in The X-Files? David Duchovny was married right. to Tia Leone at one stage. Anyway, it's, it's, she seems to be uh, based on Hillary Clinton. She's a Secretary of State uh, getting involved in all kinds uh, of Of course, situations. typically a view again, more gender apartheid by Malloy. What did I do? Uh, well, both of us, really. We didn't mention Kira Knightley. In what? In imitation oh, now, of Now, life. listen, there's the, the people, people who are doing that are just waiting for us to... I have the highest regard for, and actually, we, 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 if if you look at the winners, number what on your list, number six on your list, there, there's a story about um, two mountain climbing films. One of them is the George Mallory story and his three attempts to um, to, to climb Mount Everest in the 1920s, and as you know, uh, he disappeared. Uh, while they were about 800 feet from the summit of Mount Everest. He disappeared and his body wasn't found in 1999. Um, Michael Sheen plays him in that, which is about to go into production next month. But as well then, we have a movie called, an all-star climbing movie called Everest, which is the story um, of the 1996 Everest disaster. And it's been completed and is about to come out in October. And the cast of it is Jake Gyllenhaal, Josh Brolin, Kira Knightley, uh, Robin Wright, Sam Worthington, John oh. Hawkes, the actor I love, and a, a very good Australian actor called Jason Clarke. By the way, Roscoe P. Coltrane oh, from yes. the Dukes of Hazzard. Yes. He died, 88. Oh, did he? On Monday. Oh, Lister, the, the, says. the lovely little tubby little actor with, uh, what the hell was his name? I'll think of it a sec. Lovely tubby little James actor Best. No, what, was it James Best? Well, Mark Simpson knows all these things. And hey, listen, Michael, Michael Navin, uh, Michael from Navin says Gotham, a prequel to Batman. Again, actually refer to Mark Simpson. He recommends that highly. Gotham, does yes, he? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, right. I think it's Batman pre, uh, pre Batman, uh, and all. I, it's it's kind of all of the uh, the various characters that we came to know and love, the Joker and all the other guys, uh, them in their earlier state, like you know. All right. 
Whiplash, very good movie. Well, Whip, Whiplash was one of the, um, it was a small movie uh, about this young uh, drummer uh, played by Miles Teller um, who goes to this academy and he, unfortunately he locks horns with a, an absolutely villainous um, teacher. It was one of the, uh, it was nominated for Best Picture this year. Jeffrey Lewis, you have down yes. here, died at yeah. 79. Yeah. Jeffrey Lewis is... You don't remember him. I'm trying. Was he in one? Was he in one of these um, uh, uh, television sitcoms with somebody like Judy Dench or somebody? No. No, no. I know you're thinking. Actually, he looks like him. All right, he, that actor looks like him. No, this is the guy who was in. He. We mentioned Eastwood earlier. I think he made about seven pictures with Eastwood, including the Every Which Way with. You know his, the the the, the sidekick that he had in Every Which Way but Loose. Yeah. That was that's Jeffrey Lewis, and uh, he's Juliet Lewis's father. Um, he he did George. He did an amazing number of uh, TV series, guest roles in TV series, all kinds of stuff. Going back to the name of the game, Mission Impossible, all these kind of things. But as well, he he, he regularly uh, popped up Orange. in movies. Okay, highly um, regarded. Uh, you have a fact-based movie coming up, Philip Malloy, uh, in production uh, based on American football. Oh yeah, it's called Concussion. It's been actually it's been around for a while. Uh, they've been planning it for uh, since two thousand and nine, and at one stage there were three um, American football related concussion related um, series. In this case, it's or movies, I should say. In this case, um, it's it's um, it's based, as I say, on an article that appeared in um, G- GQ magazine in two thousand and nine, and it focuses on this forensic pathologist who's played in the movie by uh, Will Smith, and he discovers an aggressive degenerative disease in the brains of two. NFL uh, footballers, which led them basically to commit but suicide. But the amazing thing is, they mm. were thinking about this in 2009, yeah. and we didn't start thinking about it in no. rugby until no. a year ago. Yeah, like, we're so far behind the, the ne- curve. Yeah, and needless to say, the NFL was, were against this. They denied it. Yeah. It didn't happen. It had nothing to do with them. Uh, but the, the campaign against it uh, kept on. It's, it was like, it was, it's a bit like, remember Big Tobacco? Remember the, yeah. the, the fight with Big Tobacco? Um, and how the the effect that that was having with cancer and everything, well, it's, it's a bit like the, that. That and uh, anyway, what's happened now is they've made a movie. It's called Concussion. Albert Brooks, Alec Baldwin, all kinds of other great people, um, uh, are, are Luke Wilson uh, are in it, and uh, it looks very very promising. It'll be out in the United States on Christmas Day. They released there on Christmas Day. We released on St Patrick's Day or on St Stephen's Day, and um, uh, uh, so we should see it around that time, around the end of the year or at the beginning of the new year well, well, I presume I'll, I presume the way they're handling it they're expecting it to be in the running for Oscars well I'll be queuing up to watch it uh, before you go uh, any outstanding new releases um, yeah uh, I have a, I've given you a list there and um, I'll, I'll just I'll, I'll just gallop down through it fairly quickly if that's alright with you Is, yeah. would, would that be okay are you capable of galloping I'm, right? I, I have been capable oh, of I do the, a gallop of, come of, on of do the, a gallop of the odd gallop I say okay cinemas this weekend stylish fast moving thriller called John Wick I really like this film in which Keanu Reeves plays a former professional assassin who comes out of retirement when his home is invaded by the Russian mafia there's two comedy sequels and they're very poor 
One is called Paul Blart Mall Cop with Kevin James. The other is Hot Tub Time Machine 2. Uh, and having starred in the first one, John Cusack has decided to stay home for the second one. Uh, Lost River, which is a widely castigated directorial debut of the actor Ryan Gosling, or first superb actor, but it looks like not so much a, 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 a great director. Sir Ronan is in that. Christina Hendrick and Christina Hendrick, as I said already, will be in Mad Men tomorrow night. Matt Smith, former Doctor Who, and uh, Eva Mendes. And then there's one called Good Kill, which reunites the Gattaca partnership of um, director Andrew Nichol and star Ethan Hawke. It's the story of a, a family man who begins to question the ethics of his work as a drone pilot. January Jones, again from The Good Wife, is in that. But um, the ones that I'd recommend are John Wick, which I've mentioned. Uh, there's an Argentinian film called Hoha with Viggo Mortensen and there's an absolutely brilliant uh, Swedish drama called Force Mayor and both of them the latter two are in the IFI um, in Dublin so there you go You have uh, queries though Yes I have several queries Would George or Philip have uh, heard of a film called Shadowmakers George? No Okay Shadowmakers which stars Paul Newman very much against type is the story of the Manhattan Project Oh Yes the Manhattan Project uh, Starring uh Paul Newman is in it. Paul Newman is the head, sort of, he's a military type. He's the head of security at the project. Which I have was in, seen it. Which was in New Mexico. On right? Netflix. Yeah, Saw yeah. it on Netflix. Did you? And it was called, uh, at one stage I remember, it was called Fat Man and Little Boy because the two bombs that they were developing That's were called right. Fat Man and, and, and Little Boy. And the other one is, where's it gone? What's the name of the comedy about a group of detectives staying in a haunted house? That's Daniel Johnson from Carlo. You remember that one? No, I definitely don't remember that. You do, you do remember. Is it an English movie? Martin, it's no. It's Margaret Mar- Rutherford. No, well, no, no. You're getting close <laughs> enough, I have to say. It's called Murder by Death. Alec Guinness, um, uh, Peter Sellers, uh, Maggie Smith, uh, Truman Capote, all kinds of people. Uh, it was written by Neil Simon, and it's about this group of uh, detectives famous detectives who gather in, in a house, in a big house, and they're told by the head of the house, by Crewman Capote, that one of them will die before midnight. You remember that? No. Yeah, I, I, I have to say I haven't looked at it in a while. I have it at home. Um, but um, I, it, at the time, in the mid-70s, I have to say, it sounded uh, fairly funny. Now, you've got some DVDs coming out, but yeah. you have some old British films. Yes, now, there's yeah, a problem yeah, yeah. with old British films. Some of them stand up brilliantly, mm. and some, you wonder what you ever saw in it. Well, one in, in, in one recently, which I've referred to several times, and could making a huge concession to George Hook, was Sink the Bismarck, Bismarck which I've seen oh, again, yeah. which I've seen a couple of times recently and I was very very impressed by the use of the models in it for the, yeah, uh, the fight sequence Kenneth oh, Moore Kenneth Mo- oh, no, well we won't go that and far. the lady who lived in Wicklow da- Donna Winter yeah. okay the ones you're talking about um, are uh, that Hamilton woman uh, that's what I think it was called Lady Hamilton or something in England but in the United States they called it That Hamilton Woman and it stars this Lawrence, is Lord Nelson yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. His, 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 his girlfriend Lawrence Olivier and Vivian Lee who as you know were in real life were married Morning Departure with John Mills and John that's Mills. a great movie yeah. based on a sort of factual accident with a submarine yeah, I have. I'm not sure I've seen that now. I, I must. Well, there's submarine sinks. That's yeah. basically the yeah. position. And, and then the fellas are left at the bottom, and they're not going to survive. Yeah, then there's Sea of Sand with Richard Attenborough, Michael Craig, and I think John. Yeah, he does. John Gregson plays against type in that, and that he's he's much tougher individual than we usually see him playing. You know the way the the Rooney type character that he usually played, and then Mike Lee's High Hopes is out on Blue Blu-ray. I, I'd be looking forward to getting that. Uh, the the um. 
situation with uh, Sea of Sand. I can't remember that. Can you? Yeah, it's... Uh, but a movie with Richard Attenborough, Michael Craig and John Gregson can't be half bad. No, is Lawrence Olivier or Lawrence Harvey in that as well? I think he might be. Yeah. Um, anyway, it's set. Um, it's World War Two story. I think it's set. It's set in the desert during the North Africa campaign. Uh, but apart from that, I can't remember right. much about it. The only movie I ever watched that I enjoyed with Lawrence Harvey was. Uh, it's a cold actor, George. Oh, terrible! Yeah. Terrible! Yeah. But he was. It, it was. Oh, it was a working class kind of guy who marries. A wealthy guy's daughter, yeah. and but R- he was room really at the top. room at the room top, at the top. Yeah, and yeah. he was really in love with Simone Signoret. Yeah, actually, that's probably his best picture. That's what actually, I mean. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. that's his best picture. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, that was a great directed by Jack Clayton, uh, uh, an underrated. Yeah, that um, was a great book director. written by a fellow whose name I can't remember, but he only wrote one book, yeah. and that was it. Yeah. And no matter how many times he tried, yeah. he couldn't uh, replicate the success. Yeah. Um, and it was a television series. It was, it was. Okay. Um, Kenneth Haig played him in the television series. Who have you got on the picture show? Um, actually, we're, there, there are people queuing up to get on the picture show. Uh, we have we, we've three directors on, uh, basically. We have the director of a, uh, of a movie, a, a documentary called Altman. Uh, we have the director of a documentary on uh, Kurt Cobain, um, who, which is, is, is very, very good. And there's a couple of others um, that we're likely to use as well. So right. it, it looks okay. like it's very busy. Saturday evening at six? Saturday evening at six o'clock. Yeah.